Hello, welcome to Esther Club, the show that uh, asks you to expect nothing from it. So if you're expecting something, go ahead and uh, turn off your computer or your phone, any mobile device, and um, clean your room. (laughs) But to be honest with you, cleaning your room is going to be much more fun if you keep this podcast on. I'm not saying expect anything, but I just... So don't expect that it will be more fun, even though I just said that. But whatever. Look, Carlos is here. Carlos, I know that everyone says, oh, the lighting, Esther gets the same lighting as Carlos. It's in your head. Maybe our lighting is the same, but I think the lighting is better for your skin type than it is for my skin type. Mm. This is my new theory. What's my skin type compared to yours? Like a golden tanning bed glow but i haven't been to the tanning bed in like seven weeks okay well when we play this back we'll check that out the lighting is completely equal on both sides i, I, don't I acknowledge understand. that i acknowledge okay, yeah that it's i forgot equal. it's the skin type but it's, but you know it's like honestly in alone together we i had to have bad lighting so that benji's skin wouldn't look green they did the lighting bad on purpose on alone together. They had to make special lighting for Benji's skin, and then I so it made me look. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that I'm actually a lot prettier than what everyone has ever seen of me on camera. Esther's the first person to be better looking in person. Than <laughs> no, in, some on people TV. have that. Really? Oh my god! Are Opposite you, people. Wait, are you? No, this is a real thing where there are certain actors that I've met where they some look way better and some look not as good. And uh, so on screen, they look worse than in person. Yeah, there's that's wild. There's famous people I've met where I'm like, oh, you're way better looking in person. Yeah, and then there's famous people that I've met where I'm just like. Oh, like the camera just like does it for you. And we can't name names. Yeah. It's like you're not that they're not attractive. It's just like, oh, you're very normal. Mm. And the camera like elevates you. I see. I see. I see. So I'm one of those poor souls where the lighting just unfortunately, it doesn't serve me and my face shape and my skin tone. And the shape. (laughs) What's the shape? Overly round. Over overly round. Um, anyways, welcome to the show. I, this morning, got a $7 latte, and I'm still angry about it. From where? I went, so I was, um, oh. I worked out, and I was right by the Go Get em Tiger. At the Arclight? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm you sorry. went? I'm sorry, I know. I drove past it, I was like, I have to pull What's over. it like? Where'd you park? On Sunset? I, no, because it was the, like, illegal hours. Morning, yeah. Yeah, but I just pulled off to this on a side street and I got a $7 almond macadamia latte, which this latte, here's my new policy on it. Mm -hmm. If you're in from out of town, like, you should absolutely go try this latte, but this cannot be your everyday. Like, that's too expensive. For $7, I'm like, I should just be getting Chipotle right now. Yeah, that's like Like a burrito with no tax. I, I should wake up with Chipotle and not a latte for that price point. I... I had a double espresso this morning from the place you hate that I go to. So frustrating. I go to a coffee shop 30 feet from my bedroom. I have bad memories of that coffee shop. And so I don't like that you go there. What was the, what happened? Just a person that I went there with who annoys me now. (laughs) Oh, so we're all punished now. (laughs) 
I guess I got to get in my car in the morning and go somewhere <laughs> else instead of just walking to the coffee shop where everyone knows me. Yeah. There's a dog that hangs out out front. I say hi to uh, every morning. I do, I do respect I'm the social ritual of going and buying coffee. I like it. I know. it's There's something about it that like I can't escape my desire for it because even though I invested in this $600, this is how I invest my money in espresso machines, not in mm. like stocks. <laughs> I invested in a $600 espresso machine that I love. That was $600? Yeah, but I think I got a little discount on it uh, because I got it. I, f I forgot. There was some kind of sale situation. Hmm. <laughs> my my dad, I mean, my, my dad made a call <laughs> to his sales guy. So um, you got it wholesale? No, it was like, I think I got it probably like for like $480. It wasn't, you know. So why did you go to go get them, Tiger, instead of just doing that at home? Because does it, and side question, does it feel weird when you spend seven dollars on a coffee outside of your home knowing that you have a great like coffee machine in your place? OK, good question. So for a little while, there was guilt. So basically, I bought this espresso machine and I was like, I if I drink this every day for three months, it will pay for itself. I mean, that's like kind of <laughs> twisted logic and mm -hmm. weird mental accounting. But so now I'm in the. Then I, so I got the espresso machine. Yay, all my problems are solved. Like I'm saving money and I have it all right here in my house. But then you realize, oh, there's that social element to going and buying coffee, like mm -hmm. paying for it, the transaction, like saying hello to the barista. Just like you said, there's a cute dog outside. Like I'm missing, I miss that. Mm -hmm. And it, it does sound pathetic, but like that is a sense of community. Oh yeah, definitely. That like, fuels you and I miss that and so now my new policy is like okay I'll get I'll go out and get coffee sometimes and not feel guilty because it's actually like providing me with this life experience that I enjoy mm -hmm. and that's a 2020 policy now what's that to mean? be okay with going out to get coffee even though you have a $600 coffee maker that's right but the coffee maker here's where it will really become like undeniably useful mm -hmm. is on what's so funny just that it has to be undeni undeniably <laughs> useful <laughs> that you can just have it existing in your home <laughs> nespresso is a good brand too no 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 it's what's nespresso compared to yours it's like having like Ugh. like a jeep compared to like a bmw or no, what is well, it i don't do car things because all cars are the same if they get me from point a to point b okay, I don't i'm care. not like a car guy okay mom's mercedes i don't know anything about engines i didn't like i watched like 20 minutes of ford versus ferrari like i don't get it okay <laughs> By the way, we do need, for those of you who don't remember, we didn't bring it up last week. Carlos drives his mother's 2014 I don't call white. her mother. I've never <laughs> called her mother or not. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even watch Mother. <laughs> so scary. Really? How could you watch that? I don't. I, it just looked, I didn't know what it was. I had no idea what it was going to be. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting for you to put something on that you don't know what it is. Because I went into the theaters. Oh. Who's the director that made it? Oh, I forget the guy she dated. Oh yeah, that but, director. But it's like the guy who made the wrestler. I believe. Exactly. So I saw the wrestler when basically when the wrestler came out. That was like my height of going to the movies because I was living with my parents. Oh god! I saw that at the ArcLight by myself, and there was like this really nerdy kid at the ArcLight a couple of weeks ago, and he had his favorite movie on his name tag, and it was like the wrestler. And I was like, oh, I saw that here, and he thought it was so cool. Really. Yeah, and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you had the right audience. like. Oh, yeah, he was like 21. Because you like, know anyone that works at Arclight in Hollywood is such a movie lover. 
I, you know, what's funny is I'll go at the weirdest hours. So I see them all off work, like going back to work to get like discounts on the movie and they all talk to each other. They all have this like cool community of Arclight employees. And I kind of wish I was. In that it. is cool. Yeah. I, that's, that kind of reminds me of, um, one time. So I used to, when I was living in Hollywood, like over wherever, I, uh, more when I was on Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. um, there was a Chipotle right there and that was my Chipotle. I'd go all the time and I would also go to the Pinkberry on Sunset all the time. Mm. And I remember one day I went to the Pinkberry and it was the girl that I knew who worked at Chipotle. And we were like, hey! And she's like, like, yeah, I got a job here now. And it was like a nice little... Like Sunset employees. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways, I, that was not as relevant of a whatever. I, I like myself. going to Arclight like at random hours because sometimes you'll see like celebrities and it's funny and it's like really? you're entering a dreamland. Like you're watching movies with the actors. Like I saw Ready Player One, that Steven Spielberg movie, and Bradley Cooper was in my row. You never told me that. I feel like I have told you this because that movie came out a while ago, but it was like 11 at night and there's like seven people in the theater and it's mm -hmm. one of the small theaters. And in my row is Bradley Cooper like and a friend. I feel like it's too many details. What do you mean? I tuned out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw Father John Misty at the last time, last time I went. Do you know who that is? I don't. He's like a famous musician. Okay. I don't know any musicians besides like Lady Gaga. He thinks he's funny. That's like his thing. Mm. He like tries to be funny in his songs. So it's like, I'm not totally sure if I'm on board. Musicians that do that are a little scary to me. He had an Apatow beef too, like on Twitter. Oh, yeah. this is too much inside. Like I'm just over this. It's so not inside. It's inside Hollywood. It's, in, no, it's, it's like literally outside inside on, the arc light at Hollywood. Outside on Twitter. <sighs> What's the beef? All right, we don't have to get into it. Just thought our listeners would want to know. Well, maybe in the comments they can tell us whose side were you on, Carlos or Esther's? Remember, the name of the show is Esther Club. Or Father John Misty or Judd <laughs> Apatow. But we don't, Which, we're not getting into that. Okay, I'm just saying, well. You're actually perpetuating the cycle of drama by bringing it up and like, oh, let's look into it. Like, I don't want to. It's pre-Trump no, drama. New rule. New rule. We have a new rule. I don't want to like get into somebody's fight and like rehash it out. If it's my fight, great. Like let's get mm -hmm. all in. But if it's someone else's fight, that almost feels like we're creating a spectacle out of someone else's drama. We don't know their like illness associated, you know? Okay. We can't talk about it because Father John Misty might have You're an illness. You're bringing his name up again? He might be ill. We're not going to talk about you, it. This is clickbait now. The name of this episode is going to be like, Father John Misty strikes again. <laughs> yeah, that's what it will be. He's ill. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally ill musician attacks Judd Apatow at the Arclight. I don't even know who Rekindles he is. Rekindles 2016 drama. Father, dear Father John Misty, hallowed be thy name. Thy the, kingdom come. The, you know who just moved to Laurel Canyon? We don't have to talk oh about this. Oh my God. Be... I can't <laughs> Father John Misty reminded me of that. Who? Gaga. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'm like, I have a complicated relationship with present day Gaga. I'm trying to live in the past of like the first few albums. So I don't even want to know where she lives right now. Okay. In my mind, she's sleeping on the floor in her parents' Manhattan apartment still. My Lord. Okay. <laughs> we have to move on. Because you're morning. just, if it's we don't morning. move on, you're just going to like keep giving out famous people's addresses. The, oh, it's a big neighborhood. <laughs> all right. I just thought you'd want to know. <clears throat> Listeners would want an inside look. Let's do a full body scan. All right. So full body scan is a segment where I scan through my whole body and say anything that's bothering me or 
that I'm aware of. So what? The awareness. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I'm good. Head, face is good. No tingles. Um, <laughs> throat is, a, I would say, like somewhere between an awareness and a suspicion mm. is going on in my throat. I have these recurring Los Angeles area allergies that no one else seems to have. So really trying to figure that one out. Um, there's an awareness in my shoulder. It's more of like a... What happened? I just... I don't, Nothing happened. I just... Sometimes when I work out, this like thing will... Yeah. Whatever it is, your like shoulder, your trap mm -hmm. will, will like take up all the work. So it gets tense. Okay. Stomach is good. Um, I would say an awareness in my feet. <laughs> your feet? What happened? Like, oh, maybe I stepped, took too many steps yesterday. No, that's not a thing. It's like you would have to step on a nail or something. <laughs> too many steps. <laughs> Look, we're not all built the same. I feel like you went through the body scan a little too quickly. Do you? Everyone keeps accusing me of that. Yeah, I feel like maybe you're skipping over things. Wow. What? Well, like, let's start over. What's, no, I can't start over. What about torso? You do one, bitch. <laughs> That's so negative to say that. The, the producers are laughing. That's so negative to say that. Why do all guys hate being called bitch? It's really It's just rude. No. I think everyone hates being called bitch. I could call any of my girlfriends like, what a bitch, and no one would care. But every guy- I'm not like a mean girl or whatever. Every I'm not guy like, hates it. I just think it's demeaning and rude. See? And now the audience is just going to like- But I meant it playfully. But it's not playful to call someone a bad word. But it's the- it's. I think it's like- the intention versus like the word. We're not there. All right. Will you please do a full body scan, sir? <laughs> I'm starting it. Okay. <laughs> right now, <clears throat> head fine, face feeling okay. I got some like cucumber, like face wipes. From where? Rite Aid. Oh. Like they're not like nice expensive okay. ones, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I put that on, makes my face feel like tingly in a good way, mm. which mm -hmm. I like. I like a good tingle. Obviously, everyone likes a good tingle. Yeah. An un, like, warranted tingle is weird. Yeah. Like, a tingle out of nowhere is, like, scary, it's but like, I want to oh, control them. Yeah. So, right now, honestly, like, my sh right shoulder is really hurting. What? <laughs> You're looking at the camera like it's the office again. Well, like, you literally... <laughs> copied my no i thing. when you were talking about your shoulder i was like oh my god i can't believe it because i have that same thing oh okay i don't you copied it no i didn't new rule i've been no there's no new <laughs> rule on this i've been doing push-ups at home and lifting weights and i hurt myself how i think just by like a weird thing with lifting or something like overusing it because you're so strong Oh my god. <laughs> I don't look like I overdo it. So I think it's fine. Um I think it just so happens that we have the same pain in our right shoulder. Wow. And the rest of the bod is fine. I'm feeling okay. The bod. Just try to get through it quicker. Stop looking See? at the camera. You're doing like the gym. See though, it's like kind of too self-indulgent even for me to take my time on the full body scan. I on think, this podcast. Did you do this so that I would understand it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. And it worked. I'm a teacher. Last week I taught you how to say penguin. 
And this week I taught you. No, you failed because I still don't know how to say it correctly. I'm not doing the lesson again. But, but... if I say like if noises come out of my mouth and you understand <laughs> that I'm referring to a, a penguin, <laughs> then it's fine. I agree. Okay. Sometimes I'll be like, someone will say something. I'll be like, why? And then it's Dave. And Dave will be like, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, you have to ask a more specific question. And I'm like, you do know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that. I'm like, you know what I mean. So just answer. Yeah. I get, I get it. I okay. relate. I'm just going to say penguin for the rest of my life. I d- don't. You started to smile when I said that word. Like, you're making fun of me. But I literally can't say it. It's like I'm handicapped with one word. But you're not. This is, I'm not getting into this. It's not true. Like, you're pushing me and saying I can say the word for real. Say pen. Pen. Gwen. Pen Gwen. That's how you say penguin? Pen Gwen? <laughs> That's how I say it. Pen Gwen. Well. Look, March let's of the... Let's go to the zoo. The movie March of the Penguins. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ask for that at Amoeba Records. I'm going to go, can I get March of the Penguins? And then if they don't bring me the fucking movie... It, like they sell movies there yeah upstairs duh mm, i don't it looks so dusty in there i don't go in oh god yeah you should <laughs> not do that now okay so let me just refer to my notes but i do want to get into oh i have a question do you have a vitamin regimen me yeah no not at all interesting do you you take vitamins i just started to after i went to illinois for a month mm-hmm. and my parents made me so now i'm like trying to stick with it and i was i thought i would share my vitamin regimen yeah i want to hear it okay so you got is it expensive like what's it, where do you get not them? too expensive whole foods thrive market like places like that or you could really get these vitamins anywhere okay. some of them i take a, v, a vitamin a multivitamin that's made for vegans okay i take vitamin d vitamin c time release <laughs> um and I do the Smarty Pants women's gummy multivitamin. So then like I'll chew the gummy and then right when I'm about to swallow the gummy, I'll throw in a non-gummy so it's easier to swallow. Okay. And then I do an omega. No, I do a DHA. This is we're at like six vitamins right now, I think. This will never last. And then I It's take, every day with these? Yeah. B complex, B2. Uh, there's one. This is a lot, Esther. I'm serious. Magnesium. I just wanted people to know in case they're like, wow, she looks so good. Like, what is her vitamin regimen? But in this lighting, I know no one will ask that. But maybe. What is magnesium? It's such a 90s thing to say. (laughs) I have magnesium. I don't really know what it is, but it's good for my migraine disease that I have. Okay. um, What's the disease you have regarding migraines? My brain spot. Oh yeah, you have that spot on your brain. Yeah, so that you they don't be a know what it is. Nicer to me because you might be a future human. <laughs> what do we have any theories on what that spot is? Uh, we don't have any yet, but it's do just an unidentified any? spot. It might, I don't know, maybe it makes me like a little bit extra beautiful than everyone else. Yeah, that's probably what it does. Or like extra artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're me and the scientists and doctors are still we're figuring it out together. It's just that the human body, like, I feel like it doesn't have things that have no purpose. Like, well, the spleen, it that does nothing. I'm pretty sure that's the one that you're born with, and it's like, whatever, take it out. Who cares? So, you have like another spleen, but on your brain. 
Well, it's not an object. It's like a spot. So I think it's just more like a discoloration as opposed to like extra matter. Oh, I thought it was extra matter. Oh, wait. Now I like that idea better. Like there's just like a slight growth on your brain. <laughs> that is that would be nicer. I guess, though, that would technically be a tumor and that's not funny and I don't want that. It's a spot. Is everything that grows on your body that's like not supposed to be there considered a tumor? Am I a doctor? Let's call your dad. No, he won't pick up. <laughs> he's busy. And he'll be mad that we're calling him during the day. He's at work. Yeah, but also like he does like he doesn't want me to like have time for phone calls during the day. He's like, "What are you doing calling me?" Yeah, like, I love just that. go do your shit. I, lo- I really relate to that. Okay. Just when well, I was home and my parents were like, "Why are you here? You're 31. You can't just pick up and be here." <laughs> it's nice to have parents that like really don't give a fuck that you're their kid. Yeah, I mean, I it, wouldn't even know what to do if my parents were, like, loving and nice to Yeah. Me. That's weird. Like, I think we relate to each other on this. Yeah. We're, like, nice parents. Like, when our parents are nice now that we're older, it's weird and we don't yeah. like it. Like, I'm, I'm like, like, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, be the mean person you always were and now I and I can, like, handle that. Yeah. But, like, if you're too nice, I'm like, you're not my friend. Like, you're, like, my parent. Like, be cool. Right. I'm not into it. Yeah, it's more like the, like... There's like friendly teachers and then there's like the teachers that are kind of hard on you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just pick your lane. I don't know. Where I stay in it. I get it. I get it. We're not into nice parents. No, which is weird because then I'm like, will we be nice parents? But I don't know. I'm probably not. I'm a dog mom. So and that's different. I'm allowed to spoil. Anyways. Um, mm. Okay. So we have a segment on this show that you guys know about if you've been listening, but it's called Questions and Concerns. And before we get to it, mm-hmm. from my what I understand, Carlos has been getting in contact with friends of mine, close friends of mine who for, are from other times of my life that he doesn't really know. And I want to kind of ask how that's been going. Yeah, I talked to your friend this morning mm-hmm. from Skokie. Who lives, yeah, who lives in Indianapolis right now? I feel like we can't reveal that much about her. Okay. We won't say that she lives there. <laughs> um, yeah, I talked to her this morning. It was a lot of fun. She's very confident. She's cool. Um, she is my hero, my childhood best friend. She saved me from a car accident. It feels like you're like uh, not copying her, but she's almost like your inspiration for your persona. And it reminded me of the saying that, like, it doesn't matter who does things first. It matters who does things second. Like, huh. like the first people of, like, the podcast boom or whatever were, like, they made money. But it's, like, the second wave is, like, what gets super rich. It's- See, I have to cut you off there because I feel like she and I are opposites. Hmm. And that's why we're such a good fit. How, what, how do you find that we're similar? Just, like, I don't know, like, that confident, like... I don't even know what to say about it. I guess she just seems like she can boss you around. Yes. She definitely bosses me around. Yeah, but that's like a good thing. So it feels like you want her approval from like a long time ago and you're still searching for it. And maybe you have it, but there is some sort of like looking up to. For sure. Yes. I. She's definitely the person that I look up to. She's like, she's just, I also say like, you know how there's certain friends where you grow apart over the years or Mm -hmm. maybe you grow the same. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like over the years and it shocks me to this day, but I feel like we've, even though we've like been away from each other, I feel like we've grown even 
more important to each other. Mm -hmm. At least that's for me. Like she has somehow become someone I need even more than I like ever did before. Just because she's such an adult. <laughs> she seems to get what's going on with you. It was good to talk to her. Yeah. And I f you said that. She's funny too. Yeah. Oh my God. She's really funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, Christina, I am obsessed with you and I uh, hope that I see you very soon. She sent over concerns. Okay. Yeah. We can get into them if you want. I guess, but I almost feel. What do you want to do? Questions? Let's start with for questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. We do have questions from fans. I have so many Kobe memes. Kobe RIP is so sad. It is. I'm glad you didn't go to the memorial. Why? It was too sad. Also because of coronavirus, but. Don't even bring that up. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, here's one. San, this this name is wild. Um, I can't really say it. But the question is, why did you abandon your life for a month, as you said? Oh, no. So I touched on this a little bit last week, and I realized after we talked about it that I wasn't fully like ready to reveal everything because I can just tell by the way I was kind of dancing around it. Um, that said, I was I'm still like honest and open about it. But so why did I feel the need to abandon my life for three weeks? Well, I don't know exactly why. It's um, a good answer. I am trying to figure that out. Part of me like really wants to know and part of me also was like okay that I don't know and that I just got to do it and like I'm grateful that I got to pick up and leave. But let me think of why. I don't know. I think I'm a homesick person mm -hmm. and I think right now I'm going through this phase where I, I want to live in Chicago. Like, it's a common theme with you for as long as I've known you. It's not like a new thing. What is it? You being homesick. Even in like everything we've ever written and stuff, like the characters are homesick literally for the Midwest. Yeah. It just seems to be an identity for you. Yeah. And I, I'm coming up on the 11-year mark of living here and I, I feel like, I don't know, it's just hitting me that like I've been here for 11 years and I could move home and still do what I'm doing mm -hmm. is kind of what because for the last like 10 11 years it's like I have to live here to do this yeah. I have to there's no choice like I have to quote unquote make it mm -hmm. and you think you've made it now and that you can live wherever but in a small sense I think I've made it quote unquote mm -hmm. at like to what feels like making it for me. And that's a def different definition for many people. Some people, oh, yeah. it's like they have to be like a millionaire movie star. Some people just like have to be paying their bills. And I'm somewhere where it's like, okay, I am I get to act on a show. I get to do my podcast. Mm -hmm. I can do stand up. Like I, that's making it for me. For me, making it to be honest with you, my initial idea of making it was always just go try. Mm, I always cool. felt from the start, I was like, if I try to do this career, I will have made it. If I commit to one year of trying to be a stand-up comedian and an actor and it doesn't, doesn't happen, like I will have made it because I tried. Mm -hmm. um, and that's always been my attitude. And now, I don't know, I'm just kind of burning out on the city. Home, I'm homesick. I really, I don't know, I miss 
a lot about my hometown and I want to live there. And I'm trying to wait it out because I'm hoping that this is a phase mm-hmm. and that it'll basically in my head, I'm like, okay, let's see where you're at in six months and then in a year. And if you're still feeling this, Esther will keep talking about it and it maybe it'll go away and it'll be fine. And I also am very aware, and I may have said this last week, but like, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, but moving away is a band-aid and it's a fantasy. It's like when you go on vacation and you're like, if I lived here, my life would be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not true. You're just on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I like my college friend was laughing at me. She's like, yeah, you figured out the key to happiness, moving back to Chicago. Like that's, you nailed it. Like you don't need therapy. You figured it out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's right. Like to make fun of me for that. Yeah, of course. So. You know what it looks like from my perspective? Please. Like you worked hard to get where you're at and kind of like the first chance you got, yeah. you left. Yeah, the exactly. But like, I know it looks like this long journey. You've been here 11 years and all this, but it's when you look down on it, it actually doesn't look like that long. And it really does look like you just bolted the second you could. Okay. And like, you're like, it's like you were looking for this even before you quote unquote made it. You were like looking forward to this moment where you yeah. could have this like cushion of being able to leave for a while financially or just being able to book stand up wherever. That makes sense. Yeah. But I've it, been looking for this. Yeah, and it like it could affect the future if you're living in that reality at the same time because you were probably very present beforehand or else like you probably wouldn't have gotten to where you're at. I feel aware that if I move, it will my career will potentially take a hit. I'm also by the way super aware that if I stay here and try everything, my career still may take a hit like mm-hmm. i have no idea tomorrow is not promised like i have no idea what's to come for me um, tomorrow's not promised <laughs> bleak it's from uh real world austin season so i i don't know i'm sorry that i'm babbling about this and but it, it does feel good to like communicate it openly and honestly and um yeah, I don't know what will happen. I hope, mm-hmm. like I said, I hope that this like fantasy of moving home is just that. It's a fantasy and yeah. it's like not real, but also I really do want to. So I think you need to land on a spot that's you going back in a healthy way where you mm-hmm. don't fantasize about living there when you're there, but you can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Christina did have stuff to say about you being home. What did she say? Oh, no. We can get into the concerns. Okay. Or that can be a concern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems you're a little too comfortable there. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Another question? All right. This got asked several times, so I'm just going to say it. From Just Jen 26 and a Christine thing. That's a cool name. Yeah. A Christine thing. Um, They want to know when your Comedy Central special is coming out. Oh, thank you for asking, you guys. I meant to update everyone that I don't have an answer yet. But (laughs) it will come out sometime this year for sure. Um, I can't say when because it's like not – I'm not – I don't know why. But No, yeah, of course. I will announce it as soon as I can and it will come out this year. Um, And we just – I feel like we just just, just finished that final editing of it and I have – to say that i am like super into it cool more so the non-stand-up of my special like i think the stand-up is 
I'm sure it's great and awesome, but I'm too close to it. Like, I don't even want to ever see it again or hear it. But um, the documentary stuff that we shot with my parents is just, like, some of the funniest stuff I've I've ever seen. And, of course, I'm going to like it because it's, like, my sense of humor. But I can't wait for people to see it that's awesome have you i forgot how much of it have you oh you've seen i saw like a very rough cut like two months ago yeah what is your opinion of it the stuff with your dad is super funny yeah i like the new york stuff and i don't want to spoil anything yeah i think that i don't know and i i yeah i think it'll come out sometime this year Mm -hmm. it'll be on comedy central hopefully there will be more than one way to watch it and i really can't wait like i think it's i think that if you're listening to this show you're clearly already you have an interest in me and my comedy and that this will be like a gift like it will be you will enjoy it so much yeah i think if yeah your fans will like it i even thought that while watching it i love that i just called my comedy special a gift that's i know i heard that and (laughs) i just let it go like what if like my peers clip just that out and then they like send it to each other and they're like she's called her comedy a gift i feel like that's a lot of work for peers (laughs) and also guys go ahead i would love for you to talk about me behind my back on a group text because then i'll know that you're talking about me and that you're obsessed with me thank you saying you wait haven't we talked about this before what saying you're obsessed with someone is like the meanest thing you could do (laughs) but the even meaner is saying you're obsessed yeah saying you're obsessed with me yeah yeah god that's brutal so if you're sending not that i don't i don't really think anyone's doing that but if someone is making fun of me you're obsessed with me what if you are obsessed with someone a little bit and you're just like oh i'm really into that person that's like embarrassing (laughs) i feel like i've liked people like in a non-sexual way like a lot for brief periods of time. And you could have definitely accused me of being obsessed with them. And I would have been mortified. You'd be in like cornered. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I'm sorry for having love for someone for a little <laughs> bit. That's a little extra. But it's okay. Oh, God. So embarrassing to like things so much. I know. Sometimes it really is. Okay. Let's do concerns. Okay. Here's the first concern. <clears throat> I'm concerned that your parents are one meal shy from hand-feeding you because of how babied you are. This was a... Okay, so I talked to Christina on the way here. And she brought up something very disturbing to me. What? (laughs) She was like, Carlos, I I legit thought they were going to hand-feed her. She was like, that's how coddled she was. Oh, my God. Like, she was like, it got to a dangerous point where, like, I really thought they were just going to start putting food in her mouth for her. First of all, she's totally over-dramatizing, okay? I know she is. You don't know her like I know her. And if her twin Mm. brother were here, he would... She has a twin brother? Yeah. And they're so opposite. It's, like, the funniest thing ever. Seems iffy why i just feel like a lie is hovering over me no it is weird though everyone i've ever been super close to is always a twin and i'm like what does that mean about me (laughs) i'm so special i'm like the third twin that's crazy okay so first of all that's my friend being super dramatic but yes i am comfortable at home are you baby too much there be honest i don't think baby is the right word but like my mom like does everything she's and that's just who she is is like she 
the second you step out of bed, like, and then you like look away for a second and look back, like somehow your bed is made. Like that is the type of person my mom is. And my dad always says it like, if something needs to get done, like most people are like, I'll do it later. And my mom's like, she just does it now. Like she doesn't sit still. Mm -hmm. She just, and we actually kind of tried to show this in the special a little bit and we're laughing like, she can't sit still. Like literally there's a shot of her in the special where she's sitting there waiting for me to walk in and you can see her like adjusting like the remote and like she just can't. Oh yeah, I did see that part. That's wild. Yeah. So I get it. Yes, my mom does a lot for me. Um, and that's obviously embarrassing and not something I should be proud of at 31 that I, but okay, yeah, I'm babied a little bit in that mm-hmm. regard. And I need to maybe be aware, is that what I'm chasing? Do I just want like my mommy to tuck me in every night? Maybe, maybe that is why I'm homesick. One could say this is my parents' fault then and not mine. I'm just a victim of parents. So. Have you ever taken out the trash or recycling at your house? I have. Really? How many times? Like a lot or no, less but than five? More than five. Really? Because I was at your place the other night Uh-oh. and the trash was getting a little full. Uh-oh. And I just heard like you demanding that it be taken out. Oh my God. Can you take this out? And I was just like, in my, I didn't like think much of it. But it is something that could have been done really easily just by you. You can't say that. Say what? I wasn't demanding. Oh, my God. It didn't seem like an option to just leave the trash there. Oh, my God. I will say that. Some- it wasn't demanding. You're right. But it was more of like, like, hey, like, let's get this going. Can you take the trash out? I'm like- a leader. <sighs> it's, but it's like you're home during dinner time. It's like uh, you're not at war. Okay. You know what? This podcast is getting way too, like... Let's do another concern. Well, I want to say, though, because of the trash, like, my (laughs) dad rarely gives me advice in life, but the one piece of advice I always remember that he told me was, like, you need to get obsessive about garbage. He's like... I like that. You need to always have every garbage in your home emptied. You need to be obsessive about garbage. So take that advice for what you will. Do you want another... I guess, but, like... God, now everyone knows what a shithead I am. Um, God. This one's good from Christina. This podcast is never airing. This is all pretend. We're playing podcasts. Yeah, all right. Oh, our friends have one. We'll do it once a week and <laughs> play around. Um, I'm concerned with how much you copy me. <laughs> <laughs> I.e., you had to start dating a quirky intellectual named dave who is super special this is getting personal (laughs) i'm just gonna go for it you had to start dating a quirky quirky intellectual named dave who is super special for several years before getting engaged then postponing a wedding and keeping the engagement a secret this is all this is like a lot she okay you're like a knives out character or something with that this is crazy my best friend is also engaged to a guy named Dave, okay? I did not know that until this moment, <laughs> until like I really read that full sentence, and now I'm worried. She's copying me, though, because she's putting off, she's trying to push off her wedding. So I feel like Who I- Who did it first, I though? did that first. She pushed off her engagement first, but look. But yeah. it's like not even about like the Dave of it all. 
it's more like I think she's saying that it's part of a bigger pattern of you copying. Oh my god, what but else? I think it ha well, she doesn't mention other shit, but it I think it has to do with what I was saying, which is like it doesn't matter who does things first, it matters who does things second. It's like you can copy the originator and like benefit from it even like fiscally in Hollywood. It's like you're the Hollywood Christina. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like parasite. Like these accusations are wild. This isn't like parasite. <laughs> I didn't see it. I just know what you said about it. Obviously didn't see it. The screener's in the car, by the way. Um, I don't feel like I copy her. I feel like it is funny and we joke about the fact that she started dating a guy named David and then like a year later, so did I. So like, yeah. David? Yeah. Mm, that's <laughs> Never heard him called that? <laughs> You're trying to make it different a little bit now. Well, no, hers is David and mine is Dave. Okay. Um, do I copy her? If I do, I feel like I copy, copy, I copy everyone. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's part of who I- I feel like truth is just flowing out now. Part like, of who I- do copy, actually. Part everyone. Of, part of who I am is that, like, I want to be, like, other people who I think are cooler than me. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a big part of my of course. voice, I would say. It's, like, I look up to, it used to be, like, hot girls and- or whatever it is like I look up to people that have qualities that I want mm -hmm. and Christina definitely has qualities that I want but can I copy those qualities hell no I'm not capable like she's she's just like has like it's gonna sound creepy like I'm too obsessed with her but like she has things that I will never I'll never be her you know I know that like you think she's that funny like you'll never be as funny in that way I it's like not even about funny it's just like about how she approaches life, like mm. her ability to work hard, like all these great qualities that she has, like I'll never have those. But that I think is what makes us such a good duo is that like she's the one that like when I sleep over, like she turns the light on at 6 a.m. is like get out of bed. Like really? Yeah. Like she. Oh, gosh. I she's like she's probably the one instance in my life where she's the leader and I'm the follower. Like, I just do what she tells me to do. Um, copying. Oh, my God. Copying That's is, potential for copying. Copying is such a, like, a severe accusation. Oh, I know. It's like saying you're obsessed with someone. It's Well, it's also like... It you copied me. Yeah. I'd be like, holy shit. Did I? <laughs> it's really scary, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like now this podcast is just all about me being put on blast and I it's not even funny or interesting. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's about being honest when when Yeah, I'm like with it. fucking forced to be honest. It's You're so not annoying. Forced to be honest just because the lighting is here and there's a <laughs> camera rolling, three cameras. Oh god. All right, we'll do another concern. Another it's, concern? It's cuz it, they Ugh. got intense cuz we had Christina this time. Oh, Christina, I hate you. All right, here's one, here's like a chill concern, okay? Okay, we'll see. I'm concerned that this episode is going to be cut down to four minutes. If you're hearing this, you know. Do you want to know why you're hearing a four I'm minute so episode? I'm so not into that because everyone is coming at me, attacking me, attacking my character, atta character assassination. This is like. There's been a, an assassination attempt on Esther. Yeah, and I won't have it, and I will cut it out. Or not, or it's all left in, and now you know, and you can just like hate me. I hate when podcasts get too edited. I can tell. I know. I know when they're doing it, or maybe I don't, and the producers are laughing at me right now. I feel like I can tell. I hate it. Who cares? Okay. 
I want I'm raw pissed. honesty. I. Head I'm hands. concerned for the audio listeners. I'm head in hands because fucking everyone. Apparently, everyone I know just doesn't like me. That's not true. I'm concerned that when you get a normal headache, you automatically jump to needing a brain scan. Oh my god! Who wrote that one? Christina, and you got an MRI a week ago, and you don't you don't play NFL football. It's not a normal headache that led me to the MRI. There are tingles recorded on this show that you even said you were concerned about. I was concerned about the tingles. It wasn't a normal headache. It was years of tingles. It was... SRS CT. Do you know what that is? No. It's what happens to like quarterbacks when they get like concussions. What do they get? They become like, they like slowly like deteriorate over time. Like their brain becomes like mush from all the concussions playing football. Wait, really? Yeah. They usually get MRIs to see if they have it. Like they think Aaron Hernandez had it. The guy on the Patriots who killed those people. Or maybe one person. I didn't watch the Netflix documentary. Okay, but to that I would say, which I totally believe in that, but like... It's not like multiple football players are going and killing people. Oh, I'm not saying there's a direct link. It's like yeah, one of the things. But they just are trying to like say that he went crazy. and. Yeah, I didn't watch the documentary. I think there was some like gay stuff involved. Who knows? But like I'm just saying that those are the people who get MRIs. So you getting an MRI is very serious. It seems pricey. Um, I honestly will say that I did not realize how pricey it was. Let me ask you something. I thought I still think that like Medicare is – I feel like – in my mind, like, yeah, the doctor is free. And then I'm like, oh, this bill is really high. Did you take Advil or anything before you went to the MRI? Why? No. Well, if you got a headache, you didn't take like Advil. Oh, yeah. I, ta- I take ibuprofen when it, I get headaches. And it never went away. No, it went away. I got the scan because, okay, fine. Fine. I'm in a corner. I got the scan because I had tingles. And fine. You want to know why I got the scan? One yes. of the real reasons? Fine. You want to know? Oh, no. Is because it... every time I go to a workout class, I'm way behind everyone else. And I thought maybe it was because there was something wrong with my brain. And it's not. It's just that my body is really weak and I'm lazy. Okay? I wanted to. I was hoping that I had a brain tumor that was keeping me from being able to participate in workout classes. I feel a little bad right now. Yeah. You just should. a little bad. Everyone should. This is like the hangout where I have a breakdown and everyone was laughing and having fun. No one's And laughing. then everyone goes home and they're like... Oh, God, that was actually sad. I think that if you got the dough to, like, figure out problems. The dough? <laughs> oh, my God. Corporate billionaire Esther Pavitsky has the dough. To get MRI scan after getting headache on Tuesday after Pilates class. I just hate everything about this show. I feel like it's not bad at all. I think... I think that you hold me too accountable and it's annoying. What do you mean? Like, I just feel like I can't hide anything I, I i don't think you should be hiding i things. just pray to god that this show gets very low subscribing and views and you, that's likely but so you actually shouldn't it's fine. like, like pray to god about that pray to god did Isn't i say that, that yeah you said oh, pray to god well you know i didn't mean it controversial you heard it here first do you want another concern there's another concern there's a bunch i mean look <laughs> oh my god it's a paragraph. These concerns are usually... Fine. Let's just dig in. Dig my heels in. When I visited you, there was a terrible, in all caps, smell coming from your apartment <laughs> that you regularly ignored. I found the source, which was 15 dog dumps hiding under your bed. Uh, that's the concern. Just... 
just that uh, 15 dog dumps. This is like your car where you're like you're very like it's all about like hand sanitizer and keeping clean and like getting all these products. But then you step in your car and it's like like a hoarder's car from like the 80s or something. There's just so much loose hair. All right. You've been let go from the show. <laughs> no, stay. your contract will end at the, at the end of this recording. You can stay for the rest of this episode. I'm just reading. What Christina sent me. Okay, that's true. It was 13, though. It wasn't 15. <laughs> dog dumps. Can I see something? But yeah, but who calls it dog dumps? <laughs> she did. <laughs> Why didn't you just clean it up I with didn't the know. poop bags? You want to know? First of all, I was 21. You... This is 10 years ago. This is Duncan? No, this was Pepper. Oh, okay. My apartment smelled like dog shit. I had no idea why. My dog, I was like, every time I take my dog out, he doesn't shit. I don't know what's going on. But my room smells like shit. And I looked everywhere. I swear I thought I checked everywhere. And then when Christina came, she moved the bed. And there are 13 pieces of dog shit under the bed. And that was where I learned where the dog shit was coming from. So the smell. So yeah, that's true. Is it a concern that's valid? Yeah. But that concern has expired. I agree. It's expired. We're but good. Because is... I see donut at your place. It's like there's no shit in the house. Yeah. Like 10 years have gone by. I know how to care for a dog now. But yes, things were not perfect. The dog dumps <laughs> were there. No one's denying it. I'm here on camera. Now you have my written word, audio spoken. Mm -hmm. There were 13 dog dumps under my bed. I'll say it again if you need me to. 13. You know what I think? I think we should stop doing concerns. Yeah, it's like, I think that might be a good idea. I think we could have stopped one and a half ago and we took it and now like let's back off. Like let's like chill for a second. I feel very differently about Christina than I did when my <laughs> morning started. But I also forgot that she has this side of her where she puts me on blast. I think it's good for you. Yeah. I think your listeners want to hear it. The viewers I guess. want to watch now, it. But what if now they're like, wow, that's not the Esther I thought she was. And I mean, they 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 can do whatever they want. Okay. I think Question to the listeners. You can post YouTube comments. How much you... honesty do you want? No. Yeah. Answer and that. also, do you feel differently about me now after today's episode? Do you like me less or more? And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I really don't have – I'm like de – I'm depleted. I am completely just been deflated and depleted. I have no more hope. I am sorry I got an MRI. Don't be sorry for that. No, everyone's mad at me. I'm sorry. No, Christina was just concerned that like maybe it was like a, a dramatic response to having a headache. By the way, being able to just backpedal and be like, I'm just concerned is so, so mean. Oh, like she was making fun of you originally, but now she can just say it's... It's just a concern. I see, I see, I see. It's like, I think your your skin is really like red. And then you're like, what? And I'm like, I'm just concerned. Sorry. Oh, so you're accusing Christina, your friend, mm -hmm. back home, that like she's pulling some shit on you a little bit. Fuck Christina. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I condone that. No, I know. It'll Saying be... F word about a friend, so negative. This is a positive podcast. It is a positive podcast. I think we need to reel it back a little bit. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> um, you know, life is great. We're here in sunny California where everything is perfect. Do you have any cravings right now? Food cravings or anything? I 
want food. I want mm-hmm. um, salty food because I had a muffin for breakfast. So I'm like ready. I could eat lunch right now. Yeah, me I'm just too. Just warning you. And we have shit to do. Yeah, Carlos and I have a busy day together. We're um, we have a mixed CD in the car, ready to go for driving around LA. Britney Spears Circus unreleased tracks mixed CD. We have so far to drive. I'm so not looking forward to the drive we're about to do. Should we talk about our little? Not like the specifics, but Carlos and I are pitching. We have an animated idea, and so mm-hmm. we're meeting with different producers this week and next week. So it's been going really fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm. It's it's cool. It, th- that I will say is something that really does fuel me, and that's Good. reassuring. Good. It's reassuring to me that when I come and do this podcast, even though I'm put on blast and like completely depleted after by how everyone treats me. <laughs> I do still feel good after I'm like, oh, I I love expressing myself. I love sharing ultimately like. And being creative. Yeah. yeah. And then do pitching the show that we're working on like that fuels me. Mm -hmm. So that's a good sign that like I'm still in the right place doing the right thing. You seemed happy. We FaceTime last night. Mm -hmm. I was at a bar watching the Laker game. Mm -hmm. I was in bed at 730 lights out. Rockets won. And. You seemed happy when we were talking about the show. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. So that's good. That we'll end on that positive note that, look, maybe life your life is down but and you're not sure what you're doing. But if you find one small thing that actually gives you a little bit of positive feelings, like, that's great. And I'm talking to myself. No. And what? I was just going to say, it's like, I feel it too since you've been back hmm. that without you here in L.A., it was like kind of a bummer for me. Hmm. because I didn't get to like express myself creatively like through the podcast or like I knew we were going to go on these pitch meetings and I was like kind of bummed that we hadn't done it yet because like I knew leaving the meetings we'd be happy and would have done something like cool basically yeah and so like I had this like emptiness while you were gone that I had to replace with like going out with coworkers or just staying Ugh. at home or whatever. I know. And it's like, I that's good every once in a while, like anything. Esther's so against me having other friends. <laughs> but like, it is nice to have my fucking friend back. Yeah, thank so there you. you. Well, that means a lot to me because as you know. Embarrassed. Why? Just vulnerable. <laughs> oh, don't even <laughs> fucking. You have no idea what, what vulnerable is after today, after what I went through. Is it because you revealed that the MRI was that was just a kind of, workout class no because issue. to me i find that funny so i'm co- comfortable with it but are you just saying it's funny or is it no i it, think it's funny that i'm so fucking weak in class that i got a brain scan and nothing showed like that's actually if you don't think that's funny it then, is funny and i had no idea and when you said it i was a little bit like oh okay like let's just let us or have that <laughs> it's ten twenty eight. okay we're gonna wrap it up you guys thank you so much for listening i'm at esther monster on instagram carlos is at uh, Herrera Carlos. And um, I have, I'm not going to announce dates because I don't know when this is coming out and if it's ever coming out and um, what the state of the world is, but I hope that you're well wherever you are. They can kind of piece it together. Corona, Kobe. Too much information. Stay evergreen. <laughs> <sighs> we'll see you guys next time live from the Chicagoland area. <laughs> Good night.